This is Cockpits and Cocktails. We use this podcast to share stories and talk about all things aviation and aerospace. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Cheers to you and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Cockpits and Cocktails. This is part two of the previous um, episode, I guess I'll say edition episode, where we talked a lot about um, changing your course, changing your life. After, of course, I updated you on my family, gave you probably way too much information, but just um, a little bit of a review, which by the way, I loved doing that episode and I loved hearing feedback from people who really appreciated that episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, as a side note, if there's ever a podcast or a post or a blog or a video that you enjoy, please send that individual some feedback. There's a lot of negative feedback that we receive. For some reason, people give negative feedback more than they give positive feedback. So I know anyone that put that out there, put the time and effort into it, created something, you know, spent an investment of time and energy on a project that they would appreciate some positive feedback. <clears throat> you know, it could be something small like I really like the sound of your voice <laughs> or if it's a video I like that tie you're wearing whatever um so just a little bit of a review if you have not listened to that episode please go back and listen to it it was the um let me look at it and see which episode it was actually oh my goodness I'm sorry pause <clears throat> It would have been episode six of season four, Taking Flight, Change Your Course, Change Your Life. Uh, just a review, you know, you have to know, um, well, what we're going to talk about, okay, was knowing why we have a hard time making changes. That's kind of what we're going to talk about today, but reviewing what's scarier to you. These are things to help you move forward, to help get you going, to help you take those first steps and putting the thought in your head, like what's scarier to me actually doing something and taking steps to do things that are new and unknown, taking a leap of faith, or is it scarier to think actually doing nothing? Like you would have regret for not trying something. Those are the two things that you can keep in your head to keep you motivated, to keep you focused. Like, why am I doing this? And we talked about how do you know that you need or you want a change? There's some signs that you can look for, and those are in the last episode as well. And I know those resonate with, with a lot of people. <clears throat> And we, you know, we talk about change and the fear of change and taking those steps or something you want, but actually making the, the move to do it is hard. But, you know, for me, doing nothing was more scary than doing something that was unknown. That's what 
pushed me because, you know, we don't know what comes next. Well, there's always going to be something that comes next, you know, minute by minute, hour by hour. And we do deal with change all the time. You get change, um, like on your text, oh, your flight gate has changed. The dental appointment needs to change. And we roll with it. We deal with it. It was not expected. But we do survive and we do get through it. And you will get through it. Life will go on. The clock will keep ticking. And, you know, you will adjust to things. You know, there's no pause button, unfortunately. If there was a pause button, life would probably never keep moving forward because you'd be hitting pause all the time. Right? Am I right? Yes, I know. I'm right. Um, so I want to talk about what keeps us from making changes on this episode, why we don't want to make these changes, where to find support, and I think it's important to know why, why we don't like to make changes because you can kind of educate yourself and prepare yourself for the resistance that you're going to have. And how you have to go back and forth, back to reminding yourself why you're doing this thing. That's what keeps you keeps you focused and keeps you going. You know, maybe you're, you've got this thing, you know you want to do it, but you're still stuck. You still have the desire, but you're not making progress. And if you know what it's going to be like and that you are going to continue to feel these things... And it's not always going to be like, yay, I can't wait to face these challenges today, every morning. Then you can expect it and you can counteract that in order to stay motivated and working towards that goal. You're probably going to hear some paper shuffling, by the way, because I have my desk covered in notes. Um, so... By the way, I hope you're having a wonderful summer. I haven't mentioned that yet. Yes, if you listened to my last episode, my son, my youngest son, has graduated high school. Yay, he made it, and um, we are moving on and making progress. And if um, some of the other folks that have listened know that my college-age son is dealing with an injury from rugby, and he is still on his way to recovery just um, getting started in some light physical therapy, was able to get um, the permanent boot removed, and now he has a boot that he can take off at night. Thank you for your concern on that. Um, So, we're going to keep going, though, because I'm just, like, fired up (laughs) right now. (laughs) I don't know if you ever go through things like that, but... When you are, you get really focused on a subject and, and it just, it just reminds you of everything that you've been through and you're trying to share this information with someone else and you're so excited and you're, you want to help and you kind of know what they're feeling and you're just excited to share things with someone and you can't stop talking about, this is pretty much how pilots are pretty much all the time. What's the joke? How do you know there's a pilot in the room? They'll tell you when someone has information that they like, then they want to share it. And, um, that's kind of 
how I'm feeling right now. I want to share it. I'm excited about it. All right, what keeps us stuck and keeps us from making these changes? Well, probably uh, you're avoiding being uncomfortable and discomfort. It is uncomfortable when you don't know what to expect. You don't know what people are going to think. You don't know, you know, how it's going to turn out. You can't see what the end result is going to look like. And it's not a, a, a typical role for you that you're doing. It's not, you know, if you're going back to school, if you're starting a new business, if you're, um, I don't know, learning something new, you're going to a new office building. You know, these are things that are kind of uncomfortable. We don't like that. Humans don't want to be uncomfortable. We avoid it at all costs. Another reason may be that it requires effort and we can be lazy sometimes. It requires you to do some work. It requires you to study, perhaps. It requires you to do some research. It requires you to make new friends. It requires some effort in an area that you're not necessarily exercising right now. It feels like it's easier to stay put. Another thing may be that we may see changes as problems versus opportunities. Maybe we've been through difficult changes or witnessed others going through some difficult changes and it was a bad experience. Or was it? There are things I look back on that I did you know, growing up as a teenager and in college and even after that, recent things. I mean, we make mistakes all the time. And I think, man, that was a really bad experience. I don't ever want to do that again. I'm going to try to avoid that at all costs. You know, that's that avoiding discomfort. But those are the things that we learn a lot from. So when I say, or was it a bad experience? Yeah, maybe it, it brought some pain and some, you know, some things that we didn't really enjoy. Some ne- there were some negative consequences. But did you learn something from it? Probably. All experiences, especially bad experiences, typically teach you something about yourself or teach you how to do something different next time. So they're not all necessarily bad in the big scheme of things. Did you know, actually, that humans are hardwired to resist change? Like it is physiological. The amygdala, this part of our brain, interprets change as a threat. And it releases these hormones for that fear, fight, or flight thing that we experience sometimes. It's like... Immediately, these kind of alarms go off when things are different and uncomfortable and change and and we don't know what it's going to be like. And so these things happen in our bodies. It's perfectly natural. You know, it's actually physically, you know, in your head. When people say, oh, it's all in your head. Well, it really is in your head. I mean, it is how we're, how we're designed for good reason. You know, I mean, that's... We're trying to protect ourselves. 
a lot of times. I found a good article on Inc. Um, online magazine, and it's for entrepreneurs typically and leaders of organizations. But I thought it was really good for you know your own individual organization yourself. I kind of adapted some of the things, and I want to share share that it's here are the five reasons people resist change and what you can do about it now this is for business leaders but i found that it was also true for individuals number one people fear being different especially when there's no precedent okay so yeah people fear being different we fear what other people are going to think about us our family members our friends we're not going to fit in our with our office group anymore. Our friends that we've been going out with for a long time, maybe they're from the office or maybe they're from, you know, our kids' school and we're not going to be able to participate in things there as much anymore. We feel like we're going to be different. We're going to stand out. We're going to be left out. We're going to be isolated. And, you know, we're creatures of habit and we don't like that. I know when... um I went through a divorce, and one of the things that I hated after was my son still played sports and everything, and like, this is something that people don't notice. There's a lot of divorced people in the world, and this is something people don't really know that people are experiencing, but when you walk into a sporting event, and everybody is a couple, husband and wife, and your ex is there. And you're normally sitting with the same group and you're walking in and you're like, where am I going to sit? I mean, this is, I feel so awkward. This is, this is all that stuff, all this change and feeling different and feeling like people are staring at you and it's just so uncomfortable. Nobody likes that, that feeling. But, you know, if you stay focused, then... On those important reasons that we discussed before, you know, then you can overcome that. You can live through it. You can get through it when you see, you know, what's on the other side. And you can't always see the end from the beginning of, of this thing that you're starting. But no one ever does, right? No one ever does. When you have a child, you don't know what that child's going to be like in the end. When you get married, you don't know what your marriage is going to be like 10 years from now. When you get a new job, you don't know where that's going to lead. I mean, we don't know the end to pretty much anything. Number two, uh, people feel overwhelmed or stressed when they're dealing with change. And especially when they don't know what to expect. So you've got to keep the reasoning, as I mentioned before, front and center. You've got to remind yourself of those things. Write it down. Make these little note cards and post them to your mirror. Or get some quotes, I've mentioned that before, that keep you motivated and focused on the reason why you're doing this thing. Number three, people fear a departure from the status quo. By definition, implementing change is the departure from the way it's always been done. And those who are part of the old way or have never or who have another idea are likely to be defensive of any kind of change that you're making, that you're kind of imposing on their 
life. For example, you're, you're married and now you're doing something new. That is not, like this other person now doesn't know what to expect. So it's going to be, you know, it's not just you that you're changing. You're changing a lots of other things around you too that you really don't really understand maybe in the beginning. And so you've got to be communicating with your partner. And you also have to stand up for yourself. Because they're probably, you know, they're not going to like change either. Just because you want to make change doesn't mean they want to make change. They're going to be uncomfortable just as much as you are uncomfortable. <clears throat> Another thing is that people, this is number four, people lack trust in the one making changes. Now, like I mentioned before, this is for like CEOs and business owners that are making changes, but this can pertain to you. Maybe you lack trust in yourself. Maybe you've made mistakes in the past and you've had some errors in judgment, but you've got to let that shit go. You've got to let it go. I've mentioned it in the podcast before this one, part one. Think of yourself and treat yourself just like you would your child. Your child makes mistakes. You, for, you forgive, right? And you move on. And you don't want that kid to to have this hanging over them for the rest of his life. He made a mistake and you were really upset at him. But you still love him. Love yourself the same way. You still believe in him or her. Love yourself and believe in yourself as well. We make mistakes. I said that to my, my children before. I'm just a person. I'm not perfect. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm learning as I go, being a parent. You know, I, I teased my oldest son that he was my, he's my firstborn. He was my experiment. And, and he was, and actually every child was an experiment because every child was different. And the second child is not the same as the first and it's not the same as the third. And the third is not the same as the second, you know, so every, every child is actually an experiment. You're learning as you go. It's trial and error. You're figuring things out. You can do that too. Allow yourself to do that too. Um, five, people know change brings a new set of possibilities and problems. And many people prefer things to stay the way they are than for it to head off into a direction that is largely uncharted or unknown. Like I mentioned, we don't know how it's going to turn out. We can't see the end. If you're religious, you know, it's that faith. You have to have faith that there's going to be a good outcome. We know new ways present possibilities and problems. And most would rather reject the possibilities if it also means avoiding the problems. And there's this saying, better the devil you know than the devil you don't. Change is risky. Anywhere. That's why you got to keep reminding yourself what the outcome is. Why am I such an advocate for change? <laughs> because I've learned so much in this past, like it's been almost seven years. I've learned so many things. I want to say I've learned more in the past seven years than I probably learned the previous 20 before. I won't say that because I did learn a lot. Being a parent, you learn a lot. And that's probably helped me. Um, 
with this new endeavor, flying, running businesses. I've learned about, you know, running businesses. I've learned about starting a 501c3. I've learned about networking. I've learned about flying different kinds of airplanes, the relationships in, in these business environments and aviation environments. I've learned about advertising, blogging, using YouTube, social media, all these things I didn't know before, building a website, having a website manager and designer, designing products, actually getting the products manufactured and made. So many things I've learned that's just made me this more well-rounded, educated, experienced individual. And I've learned that I do some things well that I never did before. And there are things I'm capable of learning. All those things I just listed. I didn't know how to, you know, have a YouTube channel, how to edit videos. I edit all my videos. That was something I had to teach myself. I learned what I like, what I don't like. What I want to spend energy on, what I don't want to spend energy on, what I need help with, what I'm not good at, etc., etc., etc. It's just helped me come to, to know myself more, which that's a positive because that means that's where I'm going to put my energy, my focus. I'm not going to put my energy and focus and time on something I don't enjoy. You know, it's just not going to happen. My, my time is limited. And I've learned those things are a drain. They don't give me joy and fulfillment doing things I'm not good at, things that um, aren't teaching me something. And that's, you know, that's the whole point here. <clears throat> so, you know, all that stuff that I just mentioned from that article, the physiological stuff, you know that it's natural to have a hard time making change. Based on what I've just told you, you resisting it is not an uncommon thing, and it is normal. So now you give yourself a pep talk every time you start to fear those things and those uh, thoughts come in your head, negative thoughts about, you know, like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Remind yourself of the reasons why you want this. Remind yourself you're growing. You want to grow. You want to learn things. You want to experience life to the fullest. And, you know, remember you're not alone. The world's biggest leaders face the same feelings and problems. They're not special. You know, they push through. I mean, that could be you. That's, they're just people. <clears throat> Keep thinking of the bigger goal. You know, they couldn't see it either. All these big CEOs and um, whoever, you know, you idolize because they've done something or you respect, they didn't know how it was going to turn out either, just like you don't. But they believed in the ultimate purpose of it. They believed in, you know, there was a reason why they felt compelled to do it and and they believed in the power of themselves to make themselves happy and bring their own contentment. Well, now what? <laughs> now what are you going to do with this information? Now you can be prepared. 
to fight the fear periodically because it's going to pop up because things are always changing and change is what makes these things, these triggers, you know, go off and, and makes us want to resist and starts bringing up these thoughts and doubts. Give yourself those pep talks. Use quotes. Use note cards. Find inspirational articles. Find articles about business leaders. Find articles about, you know, people that, I mean, there's so much out there. Just get on Google and, and type in. I mean, I do this sometimes. I'll say, um, for example, how do I stop being so hard on myself? How do I, and you will find all kinds of information. And reading things like that, it takes your mind off your current worry and fear and that paralyzation you may feel and helps you feel more human and realize that there's nothing wrong with you for feeling those things and you can get through those things. You, the, you have the tools to do it. You have the ability to do it. Make a plan. Like a real plan. Sit down with your friends and family, your coworkers, whoever, whatever your goal is. I don't know what it is. And make a plan. Financially, figure out how you're going to do this thing that you want to do. You know, how you're going to educate yourself. Make time in your calendar. Get rid of things that are going to take away from that ability to do those things. Really scale back. Really start digging into prioritizing what's going to help you get to where you want to go. And know that it's not going to be easy and there's going to be some discomfort because you have to get rid of things that you've been doing for a long time. And be patient. Small progress is still progress. That's a quote I love. When I first started flying, I thought, I'm never going to get this private pilot's license. I mean, this is just taking forever. And it just seemed like, ugh. But I would go to that next flight lesson. That next day, I'd read that, that next chapter. I'd, you know, make some new note cards. It just kept going. And before I knew it, it was like, oh my gosh, it's like seven years later. I can't believe it. I'm like, I started seven years ago. It seems like just a few weeks ago. That's when you when you love what you're doing, then you're, that's how it's going to be. It's going to fly by. And don't, you know, just be patient. Enjoy the process. Enjoy all these things that you're learning about yourself and about this new thing that you're doing. It's exciting. It's very exciting. You're worth it. All right, we're at 27 minutes. I am going to stop there because I feel like that's a good place to stop. I have lots of other things I could share, you know, about some things like budgeting and getting your family on board and how to figure out what it is exactly you want because it may not necessarily be a tangible thing. It may be more of using like a talent that you have or using something that you really have an interest in. Sometimes they're a little more intangible, the things that really satisfy you. And those are, that makes it tricky to find out 
and you have to do a little um, analysis on yourself. Uh, I usually, you know, recommend some like personality tests and the Enneagram. I don't know if you're familiar with the Enneagram, but that was life changing for me. Doing a, uh, and there's all kinds of online tools that you can use to figure these things out. We go through life, keep going, keep going, keep going. And, and I know there's a lot of employers that give like these personality tests. Myers-Briggs, I think, is one. And there's so many things. If you're not really in the work environment, then you may not have access to those things. But you can do them online. And it helps hone in on, on the things that you're really trying to find and figure out about yourself. And figure out why do I need to do this? Well, because you're someone who likes a challenge, because you're someone who likes achievement, you know, because you're someone who doesn't like to just be static. You want to change. That is like a part of who you are. And that makes it a little more um, self-accepting and allows you, gives you permission to do these things when you know, well, you know, this is, this is how I am and I'm, I can't hide that and I'm not going to be afraid to explore these parts of me and when you start figuring those things out it it really helps you to stay motivated and focused and to believe in yourself so that is the end of this episode i talked another two minutes after that time frame that i mentioned before i appreciate you listening i hope this is helpful and um I look forward to getting the girls, the co-hosts, back on for future episodes. I'm sure they're tired of me excluding them from the podcast. (laughs) So, Stephanie and Cooper, I'm sorry if you felt excluded recently. I know we talk all the time and have lots of fun things happening and good things to talk about. And we will be back together again on an episode soon. Thank you so much. Cheers to you. I hope you have a wonderful day. It's Friday, so I hope that you have a wonderful weekend this weekend, which is the first weekend of June. Peace out.